Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Bananas. Ananas. Bananas are pan- pineapples in every other language except English. You said bananas you- are pineapples in every no. other language? No, An- ananas. ananas. Oh, okay. They, um, yeah, yeah. I think German is ananas, uh, Spanish, Portuguese, I think. And then you get to English, it's like pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple. It doesn't really make any sense either. Pine. Apple. Why? Because it looks like it doesn't. It doesn't look like pine. Why would they say that? Because this is the fucking U.S. and we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a topic for us today? Disappointment. What is your topic? <clears throat> Dina. I'm probably going to say this wrong. Two trucks. Zhang, Shi. Okay. Is it encrypted? Or Zhang Shi? Is it encrypted? J-I-A-N-G, I it imagine. It is a lore. From? From? Asia? Correct. Possibly Korea? Nope. Oh. Jiangxi is also known as the Chinese hopping vampire or hopping zombie. All right. Does it actually jump? jump? Yes. Oh. It's a <laughs> It's a hopping vampire or a hopping zombie. It is typically depicted as a stiff corpse dressed in official garments <clears throat> from the Qing dynasty, and it moves around by hopping with its arms outstretched. So imagine the old school version of a mummy with its arms outstretched, you know, kind of walking stiff, except the stiff-legged mummy is hopping like the Easter bunny. If it's stiff-legged, then how does it hop? It has rigor mortis and hops at the same time. That's not... I mean, I'm willing to go with you on this. I mean, that's why it's folklore. But <laughs> it is probably the dumbest thing I can imagine. <laughs> the dumbest thing? <laughs> I'm sorry, but the dumbest thing I can imagine is coffin creatures that walk down off of mountains and blow up. This is close. <laughs> <laughs> they come. They, they live in coffins. They come out at night from their coffins, and they hop around finding their prey what is their prey is it human flesh us <gasps> yes oh, no. and can you imagine the slowest wannabe predator trying to come after you but are the from rigor mortis vampires aren't tip, don't typically have rigor mortis so are, are they more agile or because i can see a zombie being all stiff and stuff but so the chinese hopping vampire or hopping zombie it really is a zombie um but from western culture from what we think of as a vampire or a zombie think of the different <laughs> they have aspects of both of them but they're a little bit different they do not eat flesh like a, a western zombie does and they do not drink blood like a western vampire would instead what they eat are the life force 
of a human or of, of a living creature. Oh, okay. It's like an energy vampire type deal. Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, the key QI. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Chi probably. I think. Yeah. Maybe. QI key Q. I don't know. We'll go with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Key QI. By the way, guys, I'm getting this from, of course, Wikipedia. But I'm also getting some information from Demon Hunters Compendium dot blogspot dot com, and it is Chi. Oh, it's Chi. Okay, and uh, oh, Charlene Discoveries. That's a weird website. Charlene Discoveries. Um, it's on WordPress also. The Jing, the Jing Shi, uh, typically is depicted as a stiff corpse, uh, and it is in the official garments of the Qing Dynasty. And uh, it kills living creatures to absorb their chi or their life force. Usually at night, while while during the day, it rests in a coffin or hides in dark places such as caves. The legends have inspired a genre of Jingxi films and literature in Hong Kong and in East Asia. The scholar G. Sholin, X-I-A-O-L-A-N, um, he is a King Dynasty scholar. He mentioned in his book that the causes for a corpse to be reanimated can be classified in either of two categories. A recently deceased person returning to life or a corpse that has been buried for a long time but, de- but does not decompose. And these are some of the reasons why this may be the case. The use of supernatural arts to resurrect the dead. Spirit possession of a dead body. A corpse absorbing sufficient yang chi to return to life. And a person's body is governed by three huns and seven poes. The King Dynasty scholar wrote in his book that, quote, a person's hun is good, but the po is evil. The hun is intelligent, but the po is not so good. So the hun leaves his or her body after death, but their po remains and takes control of the body. So the pet, the dead person becomes a Jingxi. This is... Um, it's basically yin and yang. This is oddly reminiscent of the Ka and Ba yes. from the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Another reason why they can become a Jingxi is the dead person is not buried even after a funeral has been held. The corpse comes to life after it is struck by a <laughs> bolt of lightning or when a pregnant cat leaps across the coffin. This is it's oddly specific. It really is. And in some tales, a black cat. Another reason could be when a person's soul fails to leave their deceased body due to improper death, suicide, or just wanting to cause trouble. Imagine if a pregnant black cat jumped over the coffin whilst the corpse was being struck by... That's the final boss. While the corpse is being struck by lightning. That's how I hear Highlanders are born. (laughs) And just so happened to have had a witch... In the background, trying to resurrect something, but you know, kind of got its wires crossed, so he kind of starts resurrecting everything. Everything at the same time, all the dead stuff comes out of the ground at once. Dead trees, (laughs) right? And here's the here's a final theory from him: is that a person injured by Jingxi is infected with the Jingxi virus and gradually changes into a Jingxi over time. As seen in the Mr. Vampire films. This is so... So it's got all sorts of lore 
from different types of tails and everything across that's that's all wrapped into one it's like it's so funny to see frankenstein yeah Yeah. it's so funny to see how we we've got witches culture like the zombies is like where it comes from like researching a lot of these topics has shown me like wow this stuff's been around for a lot longer we think zombies are like a new thing but it's like no this stuff's been like well zombies and vampires yeah stuff's been around forever we knew vampires have been around forever yeah. but i didn't really know how far back and in depth it went to like zombies mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff that we're still and they're all kind of meshed together too yeah, but we, it's funny though that we all know that it does it's not real but right. we still like we still talk about it and we're still freaked and, out to a certain extent yeah. over it like because we it, really don't know i mean what if it could happen <laughs> well it's like the same it's like talk about like bob lazar like there's no evidence that it didn't happen <laughs> But there's no evidence that it did, so it's all about credibility, I guess. But we we, we sort of know that these creatures don't exist, so. right? And then you've got like the black cat. I mean, there's been so many superstitions regarding black cats. Yeah, and they're usually tied to like witches and stuff like that. Well, there just so happens to be a nice little witch that's trying. Or in this term, it would be more so like a necromancer, which is a is a witch. Uh, you know, so it's it's really. It, it is really cool. So let's talk about the appearance for a second. I pulled up pictures and there's a lot of anime style yes. depictions and mm-hmm. they all look like they are from Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Um, finish him. Finish. I was Mortal just Kombat. about to say that. Finish him. <laughs> Fight. Fight. <laughs> Round. There has been some, not argument. But there have been different descriptions regarding their appearance. They can range from unremarkable to completely horrifying. I prefer the unremarkable if I'm going to encounter one. Usually the unremarkable, (laughs) it's kind of recently deceased people. But as far as the horrifying goes, the rotting flesh, the rigor mortis. So that definitely would have set your mom off. What? If it sneaks in the house at night, rotting flesh, rigor mortis, she's like... That's that's not a smell that's supposed to be in here. Yeah. <laughs> but what they can... Uh, she just goes, fucking Randy. As, <laughs> as far as their looks go, all of them can agree that it's believed that the Jingxi literally means hard or stiff, okay? It's believed that the... Are you going to get that Jingxi That the Jingxi are so... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> you were thinking it, and I said it, right? Listen, I already got my giggles over the stiffness while I was while I was researching this. Please so. tell me later that night you went in there to Matt and be like, "Are you Jingxi?" No, he wasn't here. Oh, that's right, he worked. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I missed my opportunity to you give him t- you stiff jokes. Should have texted him. She knew this was going to happen. And yes. She's upset about yeah. it. No, I'm not upset. Oh. I'm just waiting. Just continue. We're done. We're done. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's believed that. They are so stiff <laughs> that they cannot bend their limbs or body. Could you Wait, imagine being that hard? This is this is all speculation, though. Objection. <laughs> speculation. So they have to move around. They're so stiff that they have to move around by hopping while keeping their arms stretched out for mobility. Or ba- I would think arms that would just be good balance. posture. Yeah, and balance, maybe. Yeah. Why does this one look like Christopher Walken? Because it is. Okay. He played one in the movie. Popular culture has them having a paper talisman. Usually it's a ceiling spell attached onto their 
onto and hanging off on their forehead. So not only are they walking around all stiff with their hands out, hop, they're not walking, they're hopping around, but you, you tagged them on their forehead. So now they can't even see. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, though, that that talisman is the key to destroying them. They you destroy the talisman, you destroy the chung Well, we're getting to that. Oh, okay. So their uniform is usually uh, a it's Mandarin. It is. It's official uniform. I know. It's just funny, though. It's usually what they're portrayed wearing. And it's usually from the Qing Dynasty era as round top, tall rimmed hat and coat like robes. But here here's where it gets fun. There are levels to a Jingxi. Six to be exact. From not so scary, kind of funny to pretty terrifying. So here's level one. You ready? This is once they become a Jingxi, right? So we're at freshman year. So once they're hard. Yes. The corpse adapted to suitable vampire breeding location. They they adapt. They are adapted to a suitable vampire breeding location for a month. Once they do that, its hair turns white. And they're also called white-haired vampires at this point. So they get sent off to like summer camp. Right. Like basically like training. Okay. Training camp. But you, did you say it was a breeding camp? Training. Oh, I, I thought I heard... Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, it's a vampire breeding location. I don't know why it's called that. <laughs> That's hilarious. They're like, all right, bro, so you're new, so we need you to go fuck a bunch of other vampires? <laughs> right, with your hopping rigamortis Yeah, self. we need you to hop on over and hop up into this some is, vampire And this is when you've got then, fresh skin and everything, so yeah. you're still rocking and rolling. Your skin's not... Your dick's not dick skin's not ripping off you know it's like that's well i mean from some of the pictures that i'm your seeing here they your got dick curves. skin isn't sloughing could off. you imagine that with a rigor mortis vag uh, you just pull it out and it's just like pieces like yeah falling off yeah dude why are we that's just i'm sorry i'm sick now. i'm sorry now <laughs> I'm, I'm going Wait, home a rigor a rigor mortis vag <laughs> wouldn't be that bad i just imagine it'd be really dry It'd that's just, yeah just man lube it up ashy yeah at, oh, oh i can you're welcome for that too. Mm, huh. All I can picture, what was that movie? Cabin Fever with Ryder Strong. Yeah. Okay, so imagine, the, imagine Cabin the, Fever. Uh, I never saw it. Oh, oh God. God. Imagine Cabin Fever. And that's what we've got level one, level one, uh, Jingxi. You, wait, you've never seen Cabin Fever? Oh, God. Okay, it's so awful. I, I've said this before. Imagine the writer of the movie locked himself in a basement for a year with nothing but peanut butter and weed. And, and wrote a movie. And he wrote that and tried to see how many times he could put fuck in a five minute period why the fuck did you fucking touch her you fucking fuck now you're gonna fucking get it direct quote from the movie that's not a joke i would be like chad <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need you to step it down a little bit this is completely reasonable and then i would die yeah and, and their skin sloots off yeah. as they're fucking yeah yeah just, yeah, just it's awful you're just like yeah, I'm getting it. Just like, oh, yeah, just no. sloughs off your arm. Yeah. You know, you're just like. So during this time, all of the hair on their body turns white. Every single one of them. Uh, every single hair. Every All of it. They're very slow at this point, and they can be easily killed. Very slow because they're like groggy because they're like, Ugh, I just woke up out of the grave. <laughs> like me, like when I wake up at like 5 a.m., I'm like, yeah. If you could just give them some coffee, would it? They have a lot of characteristics of like a the everyday vampire of stay away from sunlight, uh, fire, water. They're also afraid of roosters. That's reasonable. And, Randy and I had a and bad human, experience with a rooster. Once. And human beings. 
Uh, the vampire is completely harmless to people until they start feeding themselves with cows and sheep for a couple of years. They they eat cows and sheep, kind of like what we do now. We eat cows and sheep. But they eat the blood, specifically. Or do they eat was just not, the energy? It was not specific. It wasn't specified? Okay. No. But I thought they were energy vampires. I think that comes later. Oh. Oh, that's level four. They haven't graduated. We're about to get... It sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Where it's like, like a pyramid like, scheme. It starts with the breeding things. Like, we need you to recruit more people. The more people you recruit, we let you go up a level. So it's a pyramid. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it's multi-level marketing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of like when all of the companies... I'm convinced that the big companies do. They're like, you know what? We really just need some free labor. What can we do? And they're like, well, if we all band together and don't hire anyone with experience, which we know they're not going to have when they come out of college... Um, we could tell them, you know, we'll let you work here for free, and we'll call it an internship. And that'll get you some OJT, and then we'll consider hiring you, hiring you in the future. But we won't. But we're going to tell you that uh, once it comes around to that, and your your time's we done, just don't have we're going to be like, we just room. don't have the money and the uh, space, even though we just had you in office for like three years. Right. <laughs> You're in cubicle. You moved up a little bit. You had yeah. a couple of interns under you. Mm-hmm. You were doing great, but now it's just time for you to move on. Um, we, we would love to keep you here. We got you some. We, bon- just, yeah. we give you a bonus for Christmas every year. We're gonna give you four stock shares and a five dollar gift card to Starbucks. Yeah, it's downstairs. It's like your stocks, in the lobby. Your stocks are worth seven dollars. So you're giving me twenty one dollars, twenty six dollars. It's an investment <laughs> in your future. Yeah. All right, level, level two. two. Once the vampire. Or a zombie, however you want to look at it, consumes plenty of blood from the cows and sheep. Mm-hmm. Its white hair falls off. So it's bald. It's, it's, so it's breaking out of its cocoon. So all the hair falls off, and a layer of black hair emerges. So it turns into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> the level two vampire is still afraid of sunlight and fire. However, a vampire during this period of time can boldly confront a rooster and dog. So it Boldly. it grabs its balls and pulls them down, back out of its, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is fucking great. <laughs> it's like I'm feeling confident. I'm gonna fight a dog. <laughs> yeah. There's some little like I could just imagine some little chihuahua walking down the street, <laughs> and then it just comes hopping out. The it's like what, like, bitch? <laughs> Look at my black hair. <laughs> but they still okay, guys. They still avoid human beings. And only consume people's blood during their sleeping hours. So at this point, they are they are taking some blood. What I'm hearing is they're cowards. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Level three. After a half decade, <laughs> I have six years. Well, no, five years. Five years. Sorry, I I went full. Range, we don't full we don't measure decades in baker's dozens. <laughs> we don't. And it's not, it's not a baker's dozen. That would be six and a half years. Close enough. A half a baker's dozen. Six and a half years. <laughs> Okay, we're editing this out. Level three. <laughs> After a half decade of blood drinking and white hair falling off, a vampire can evolve from a slow movement to a dangerously swift bouncing pattern. It sounds like it'd be predictable bouncing pattern. <laughs> and and no longer dreads any domestic animals, with only cats being an exception. That can still warn humans of the presence of a level three vampire by growling at it. So in level three, you've still been in training for like eight years and one month. Didn't you say level two was three years and level one was the one month of the breeding camp? Okay. Yeah. It appears cats can provide limited assistance in fighting against level three creatures. So this is all a giant RPG game. I think so. 
yeah, talismans I, that you wear and cats and like low level creatures that I you got to beat this first. One. This one's thick. You need to see this demon that I'm looking at right now. So level four what through a hundred years of training and uh, through taking life essence, the vampire grows stronger and enters into a level four growth stage. At this level, a vampire has the ability to fly and obtains a dangerous skill. The creature can hop up to a roof effortlessly and consume a man's blood without any notices. So in one of the tales and that they take the life force, but in these levels, they're actually taking blood. I don't know that this is getting weird. Level five, the vampire is almost a demigod and it can transform itself into forms of any creature to confuse human beings. Now, this goes into the whole vampire lore with us, too, because remember, a lot of vampires can mess, uh, can uh, transform into bats or into, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times they can kind of change what they look like. It can fly up into heaven to slaughter dragons and even gang up with plague god to bring disease to humans. This is level five? Yep. Here's a level five Jingxi. It's pretty uh pretty agile for for someone who's got the rigor. Yeah, At this point, they're the rigor's right. gone. They've turned into a supernatural being. Right, and then level six, and this is the final level. <laughs> At this phase, vampire is more of a god than a demon, as it has the guts and terrifying ability to challenge any god in heaven. There is legend about the appearance of an only level six vampire in China, and fortunately, it soon be subdued by somebody. Can't I can't say this name at all whatsoever and served as his saddle horse forever. So he was somebody's bitch ascended <laughs> into a God and another God was like, you're my horse. No, another guy was like, you're my bottom and, <laughs> and I'm the top. <clears throat> I love these ways to counter Jing Shay. Yes. I was going to get to that, so would you like to read? Would you like to read off how how we can my counter favorite, a Jingxi? My favorite one is dropping a bag of coins can cause the Jingxi to count the coins. I read on it's Reddit. It's coming at you and like... A lot of them were like, I was terrified as a kid growing up because, you know, they told us this legend and everything. They were like, I was told to hold my breath yeah. until they went away. And I was like, or until you passed out. Holding one's breath is in there. So, mirrors... Items made from the wood of a peach tree, a rooster's call, jujube seeds, by nailing seven jujube seeds into the acupuncture points on the back of a corpse. I mean, all right. Um, <laughs> fire, hooves of a black donkey. All of this stuff caused a lot of animals in China to get just murdered. Yes, yes. <laughs> Vinegar. I don't know what the bagua sign is. I don't, I don't know what I Ching. I don't know what Tong Shu uh, then there's glutinous rice, adzuki beans, handbell, uh, Hanuman Chalisa, I guess. Reciting is a thing you have to recite. Thread stained in it with a concoction of black ink, chicken blood, and a burnt talisman. Poor chicken. Blood of a black dog. See, and like, the dogs. It's stone masons all, A-W-L, I don't know what that is. Uh, an axe broom holding one's breath, Taoist talisman stuck to on the axe forehead. broom? No, an axe, then broom. Oh, I thought it was kind of like a, <clears throat> a version of like a Swiss army knife. Like mm -hmm. it's a it's an axe on one end and a broom on the other. Could be, but hey, I don't think so. Finish him. Um, 
holding one's breath, the talus talismans tuck uh, to the on the forehead to immobilize them whilst <clears throat> it is firmly stuck on, and dropping a bag of coins can cause the Zhengxi to count the coins. <laughs> so subdue, they have ADD. To subdue, or OCD. Or that. Uh, to subdue a hopping vampire, the person must take a thin yellow piece of paper and write out a distinct spell in chicken's blood, which will then be attached to the vampire's forehead. This is uh, they Stephanie them. Lamb in Hop on Pop, Zhang Shi films in a tr- transnational context. Lays out the main methods for protecting and fending off the Zhang Shi. Uh, then a person defending themselves against a hopping vampire or zombie can use an eight-sided mirror called a Bakwa mirror, which is often used in Feng Shui. The mirror's purpose is to reflect the light, which in turn scares the creature away. A sword charged under the light of the moon made of Chinese coins that can be used in an attack against a vampire. To stop a hopping vampire or zombie in its place, take a small amount of blood and place it on the creature's forehead. To banish the hopping vampire, a person can throw sticky rice at the creature, drawing out the evil into into it. Some of these are like, I would never just carry around some chicken's yeah, blood. But you have to get really close to them to put your blood on their forehead or to staple a tag on their forehead. But they're going to come at you, so you just have to be okay with letting them get just grab you while you... But then you run into the issue of possibly getting Zhang Shi virus. I mean, that's the risk you take when you <laughs> want to defend yourself, you know? <laughs> I love yeah. these. I love these origins from the Asian countries because they're so out there sometimes. Like, and so is our bullshit. But it's they've been around. For yeah, the, the, their tales and their folklore is really our. Stuff, it's really cool. You our can, stuff is a couple hundred years old, mm-hmm. maybe a thousand from Europe. But theirs is like uh, well, I mean, and I guess they bring that here too. They bring those legends and stuff, and then it gets mixed with ours. I'm seeing hints of stories that we have, like Frankenstein. Rougarou. Chupacabraj. But anyways, yeah. Zhang so Xi. that's the Zhangxi. I look to see if anybody has uh, had a run-in lately. I haven't. Or ever. <laughs> I see none. There there are a lot of video games. They got a lot of there. comic book type situations going on. And anime, if you will. And a ton of films. Yeah. So we've we've run into them couple of times i ran into one wednesday that's the only form of running into them that you that i have seen did you drop your bag of coins i drove past them by coins he means his pants his two bits how dare you expose me like that his twig and berries that's basically where they got that drink idea from yep anyways and he tagged them and he bagged them and that was the end of that that's what i want to do is go in there and look read like i just want to go into a planet smoothie and start reading their menu and just look at the person behind the counter and be like why are all of these vaguely sexual (laughs) (laughs) i really want someone i want to be like one of those police officers find a jingxi and say well tag them and bag them boys (laughs) and then just walk away (laughs) just slap the towels just just drop my mic throw the book at them walk Tag and bag him, boys. Let's go. <clears throat> Move him out. That's hilarious. That's what we should name this pod. Tag him and bag him. I, lo- I, I don't know. I like all these legends and stuff we bring up. I think it's fun. Nobody's so done this, this in strictly, real life. This is strictly in just story. Yes. No claim. I mean, it's, it's folklore, but people truly have these type of talismans and stuff. Now, right. No, I mean, so like no one's ever actually been like, I've seen one. No, no. Okay. But there's a couple. There's a... a there's a couple of explanations as to where this folklore came from. How 
vampire. The, basically, yeah. I bet it follows. It's along the same lines. Yeah, well, so, sort of. Yeah. In that, like in that era, people would go away for work, and they basically, if they would die out there, they would have to get someone to to basically perform a ritual to to bury them. You know, with the family and stuff. So they didn't there. become a zombie. The source of the Zhangxi stories came from the folk practice of transporting a corpse over a thousand li, mm-hmm. L-I. Yeah. The relatives of a person who died far away from home could not afford vehicles to have the deceased person's body transported home for burial. So they would hire a Taoist priest, ta- Ta-Taoist. 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 a Taoist priest to conduct a ritual to reanimate the dead person and teach him her to hop their way home. The priests would transport the corpses only at night and would ring bells to notify others in the vicinity of their presence because it was considered bad luck for a living person to set eyes upon a Jingxi. This practice, also called Zhangzi Ganxi? Zhangxi. Ganxi? I don't know. Is it X-I-A? I think that's Jean. It's X I A N G X I. I think X I A is Jean. Like Jean G? Yeah, like Jean G. I think. Gan Shi? G A N S H I? I don't know. Gan Shi. Okay. Jean Shi Gan Shi. I don't know. Was popular in. like a Japanese person. Jean Shi, where many people left their hometown to work elsewhere. After they died, their bodies were transported back to their hometown because it was believed that their souls would feel homesick. If they were buried somewhere unfamiliar to them, the corpses would be arranged upright in a single file and be tied to long bamboo rods on the sides. While two men, one at the front and one at the back, would carry the ends of the rods on their shoulders and walk. When the bamboo flexed up and down, the corpses appeared to be hopping in unison when viewed from a distance away. That's awesome. Two oral counts of transporting corpses are included in Lao Yiwu's The Corpse Walker. One account describes how corpses would be transported by a two-man team. One would carry the corpse on his back with a large robe covering both of them and a mourning mask on top. The other man would walk ahead with a lantern and warn his companion about obstacles ahead of him. The lantern was used as a visual guide for a corpse carrier to follow since they could not see with the robe covering them. It is speculated in the accounts in the book that corpses would be carried at night to avoid contact with people and the cooler air would be more suitable to transporting bodies. That's Some, all like that makes sense. Yeah. Some speculate that the stories about Zhangxi were originally made up by smugglers who disguised their illegal activities as corpse transportation and wanted to scare off law enforcement officers. Their modern visual depicted depiction as horrific Zing officials may have been derived by the anti-Manchu or the anti-Qing sentiments of the Han Chinese population during the Qing dynasty, as the officials were viewed as bloodthirsty creatures with little regard for humanity. It is also the conventional wisdom of feng shui in Chinese architecture that a threshold, a piece of wood approximately 15 centimeters high, be installed along the width of the door at the bottom to prevent a Zhangxi from entering the household. <laughs> That's hilarious. They're like, I'm gonna trip it up. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> they're like, all this other stuff we said, all you gotta do is trip it. You just put this piece of wood up, can't get to you. 
You don't have to put chicken blood on its face. Yeah. It gets a little sad because there's similar practices across across the world. Well, that makes sense though. Like they, if they, especially if they didn't have a lot of carts and mm-hmm. like how they did that, that's actually pretty ingenious. You know, like the fact that they were out there, warn, you know, not letting people come close. Not that they were alive, you know, or reanimated, but that people didn't want to see dead corp. You know, didn't want to see corpses being. Tr- trots along the, the road you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> just on a quick note like uh, across the world i mean this is this is really interesting archaeologists um they found revenants of what appear to be deviant burials all the way back to 4500 to 3800 bc in cyprus um if you were unlucky enough to be born as an illegitimate child with an abnormality or an auspicious day or a victim of murder drowning suicide or the plague curse it was thought that you had the potential to be a vampire. Um, like Damn. the Zhangxi in China, these cultures had ways of deterring the revenants from coming back. A person known to be a vampire would be incinerated or dismembered to keep them from coming back. Others that were thought to be uh, one were trapped by their by being buried deep <coughs> on their stomachs, tied, um, staked, or pinned with rocks. These types of burials have been discovered in numerous places, including Egyptian, Greek, and Roman cultures. Slavic folklore talks about vampires and preventions dating back to the 11th century with Drosko, Poland, being home to some of these burial sites and early discoveries of such practices. They found that while burying vampires, they focused on three parts of the body being the mouth, hand, and feet. These were the main focal points because the mouth is where they would feed on humans the hands are how they seized their victims and the feet are how they moved folklore and burial practices dealing with the undead can also be traced back to norse mythology and dragor that closely resembles stories of Zhangxi's. Dragor. Dragor. d-r-a-u-g-e-r it's d-r-a-u-g-r yeah, Draugr. That's like a Norse. Yeah, they are similar Norse in the sense yeah. of also being reanimated corpses that rise from their graves. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> really cool. Like how that there's so many connections to mm-hmm. how we or how it was handled in Europe. It's you know, handled everywhere. And it's well, crazy. like we're more familiar with the Transylvania Eastern European mm-hmm. vampire, and it's the, they deal with the exact same way, uh, except they then they also did the uh, cages. On the top, where it was just that wrought iron kind of just over the top of the case. So if they did come out of the grave, they would they'd be stuck. I can see, though, like back in how people, there was so much of the world, like we didn't have the type. They didn't have the light that we have. You know, they didn't. So I can see how all this stuff freak them out and they would make these stories. Well, and I can also see smugglers coming up with oh, yeah. a tall tale. Well, I mean, what, scare what if you were going to smuggle? What if you were going to smuggle drugs and you just did it in a hearse? Right. With a casket. No one would question it. Cops wouldn't say anything. Nope. They'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, just transport No, because most people Transporting this body back to Birmingham, they're like, oh. Most people steer very, very far from corpses. Would they be like, let me look in there? Just because they pulled... No. No. They'd be like, oh, okay, dude. All right, man, have a good one. Or they'd give you a ticket or something, you know, but I mean... And I guarantee you that happens a lot. I'm sure it would... I wouldn't do anything to get caught, but like, I'm sure... It would it would start to fall apart when they started running the vehicle like registration or whatever, but um, or they legitimately did run. Well, I mean, it could be it their, could be a funeral uh, home, right? That, yeah, or I mean, you can set up a business and, that's 
and they made graves, graveyards, you know, mm-hmm. had a legitimate business, no, but used no, certain gravesites. We're not advocating smuggling. And we also do, <laughs> we also do not have a cemetery smuggling ring. We definitely do not. We we don't. We definitely we do not. Don't. No. We're going to need you guys. A funeral home and seven hearses called H and S Funeral Home to transport you, drugs you back and forth. From Atlanta to Burbank. We definitely don't. Right. H&S, H&S Crematorium. You kill them. We grill them. We grill them. No. Tag them and bag them, boys. No. I'm going to use that catchphrase for everything from now on. The waitress comes and sets your meal down. Tag them and bag them, boys. <laughs> Sir, who are you speaking to? Whoever's listening, I guess. I... Hey, you you killed it. We grilled it. <laughs> you keep running that mouth. You're gonna get the book thrown at. <laughs> okay, sir. Here's your new registration. Tag them and bag them, boys. Just get out of the DMV. Asian has crematorium. Congratulations. We'd like to welcome you to the team. Tag them and bag them, boys. Got the job. And just staple a piece of paper on their forehead. <laughs> you kill it we grill it right over here right over here billy i'm gonna get another job at a corporate flying corporate jets they clear us for takeoff tag them and bag them one alpha lima clear for takeoff <laughs> tag them and bag them boys oh my god can we can we make a funeral home h&s funeral Did, you, you know that it, after we grill it <laughs> after what we just said about seven hearses and Running drugs back and forth through, I don't think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> they, they freeze. They just froze. Pulled over to the side. Listen, uh... Right now, your NSA agent is typing this in. HNS Funeral Homes. These motherfuckers. <laughs> they bullshit, dude. <laughs> He's like, tag them and bag them, boys. They got me again. <laughs> They're like, damn it, Jerry. That's the eighth time this week. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta do better than that, Jerry. <laughs> Director Johnson's going to call you in his office again. Tag him and bag him, boys. <laughs> Tag him and bag him. He wants to see me in his Listen, office. I killed it. They about to grill it. <laughs> what? <laughs> they do? What? Terry, Terry, get back over here. What the? Oh, damn it, Terry. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Give your balls a tug. Tug, you piece of shit. We got Baker's dozen over here of Shang-Chi. Six? Is that what you're talking about? Six? What was the one where he was like, Justin Trudeau's gonna have to come put sandbags around her mom's bed. <laughs> Tell your mom to refill my my cell phone so she can FaceTime me later on tonight. <laughs> and that's the story of Zhang Shi. <laughs> and the beginning of a beautiful new business. Business opportunity. H&S. Tag them and bag them. H&S Crematorium. Services. Tag You tag them, we bag them. You kill it. That's basically it. how it goes, though. You're going to go pick them up from the morgue. They tagged them. We're bagging them. Right. Yeah. Then we're... It's like a really stiff to-go order. <clears throat> Do you hear about Do you hear about the <laughs> funeral director or whatever? I think it was in Georgia that was charging all these people for funerals and stuff, but he was just taking the bodies home, burying them in his backyard. No. Yes. He was... People were paying for the <laughs> plots and the burial and everything else. Instead of actually burying them or cremating them, he was just burying the bodies in his backyard, saving money. And they dug up like fucking 40 bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> there was another <clears throat> funeral home, or I think that this was a couple years ago, that was burying bodies on top of bodies in graveyards. Well, well they do that down in like uh, Louis- in uh, New Orleans and stuff. Oh, yeah, but they're but they're aware of it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, people are aware of it. They okay. they know that, but no, this was illegal. Like they these people bought the plots. Oh, they were selling it like five times over. But yeah, just... and they were just burying them on top of each other. Bodies on bodies. Bodies on bodies on bodies. You tag them, that's, we bag them. That's why I'm just gonna donate my body to science. I don't think but science will take my body. They will. There's something to learn. I know. There's something to learn. There has to be. They but have to pay a mortgage payment. I'll let them. Uh, they do at least one. I mean, they can take my organs if they want, but uh, I imagine they're just going to... I'm not very worthwhile to science. me. Like, I they're just going to throw me in the body farm out in Tennessee. I'll be with you. I don't care any... I mean, it's, I'm not... You know, I, If they can use something from me, please do. I really I really would like somebody else to, to I use I used it. to be real weird about it. Like, anybody, but now I'm just like... I just don't want to... Don't be take up more room than I really should after I'm gone. Well, hey, if you're won't. taking up room, it's for worth, worth... If you're at the body farm, it's like a... Well, now, if farm. I'm at the body farm, there's a purpose for that. If you right. just put me in a cemetery or... You're just taking up real estate. Let medical students practice doing mm-hmm. central lines. Let them yeah. practice intubating. Let them practice crikes. Let them, I mean, like, somebody's got to do it. Let them practice cut downs. I don't care. Yeah. I think that's more important, honestly, than... You know, yeah. just I mean, being what, buried, yeah, I for mean, no reason. I don't need to leave any bigger of a footprint on this earth than what's necessary. That I've already done. And I've I, already done, and I'm fl- continuing to do by flying airliners back and forth across the country. Right, you tag them, we bag them. <laughs> Contributing to the carbon footprint that's right. destroying us. <coughs> uh, you're yep. you're welcome, Earth. Okay, um, Randy, where can they find us? They can find us on the internet. On the internet. Okay. Stupid hydrogen. Right. That is on the twitters. Uh huh. The Insta, the Book of Faces, Jamel.com. And I'm going to say this one out fully. Stupid, nope, Patreon.com <laughs> oh, forward slash Stupid Hydrogen. Patreon.com forward slash Stupid Hydrogen. Is there hydrogen. a dot .gov in there too? Dot .org. Oh, okay. Dot .uk. Don't, don't confuse them. Dot .co. Backslash Dark Web. <laughs> dot .edu. Randy, I'm going to bring my laptop one day and show you how to get on the dark web okay oh you got yours yeah. uh go no, no, i don't want to do it. open up google does it do anything and type in yes you t- blow up right now and really? type in, immediately you, and type you in self t-o-r tor space browser no what is it gonna do something like i have files on here it's gonna download the tor browser t-o-r what browser browser yeah something like that download just enter just search for that I gotta download something to go to somewhere else. Yeah, it's a synonym. No, I don't want to do that. That sounds like more <clears throat> of a hassle. It's just like you're using Google Chrome, right? But I don't want to go on the dark web. Now. I just want you then to don't. know. Okay, I've given you the tools. <laughs> so next time when I say I don't know how to do it, I clearly know how to do it. Say you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you can get on there and find all kinds of stuff. All right. I recommend looking up the red rooms. Hey. Okay. <laughs> um. At, so hold on. I'm not a Red Room enthusiast. It was a joke. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. I could have just edited that. Oh, you can edit that too. Okay. All right. I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not now. Okay. Um, guys, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate your continued support. I love you guys. I love you. And we're uh, we're off to tag and bag. <laughs> tag and bag them. <laughs> Tag them and bag them, boys. Welcome to Wells Fargo. Tag them and bag them. I got it. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Lamp.